Well, for the last couple of weeks, you've heard me talk a lot about the importance of self-teaching, but today I want to talk a little bit about the people who are teaching you. And now to set the stage a little bit for the verse that I'm going to be uh, starting out with today, Jesus is speaking to the Pharisees here. And if you don't know who the Pharisees are, um, kind of in a nutshell, they are men who took the Levitical law that God had set forth in the Old Testament, and they had twisted it. They had added their own traditions. They had added things to it where they could profit uh, from it, where they could get gain from it. And so that's kind of where we pick up here in Mark chapter 7 and verse 7. It says, How bet in vain do they worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men? For laying aside the commandment of God, ye hold the tradition of men as the washing of pots and cups and such other like things you do. They had added a lot of silly things to the law. Now, this is still going on today. We don't follow the Levitical law anymore, but men are taking the doctrines of Christ and they are adding their own traditions to it. So how can you know if the doctrines, the teachings that you're hearing at your church or from me or from anybody, are they right? That goes back to the importance of what I've been saying all these weeks about self-teaching. If we look at Ephesians chapter 4, what's being talked about here is the fact that God um, gives some people the gift of teaching. Some people are just better at teaching than others, and some people are uh, pastors and prophets. Well, let's just read it. Uh, chapter 4 and verse 11 says, And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, and for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in unity of the faith, and of the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of God. If you are a teacher, or a pastor, or a preacher, or an evangelist, this is a very big responsibility that you have been given. Your job is to help unify the saints, and to help everyone believe the true gospel. The last part of the verse says that we henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie and wait to deceive. The problem is some men take these positions as teachers and preachers and pastors and evangelists, and they use them for their own gain. They twist the gospel. So how do you know if what people are teaching you is right? This goes back to why I've been hammering on you guys so hard about getting in the Word and studying for yourself. Because in 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15, it says, Study to show thyself approved, a work um, excuse me, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And I'm going to do a video, uh, hopefully very soon, about rightly dividing the word of truth as an essential part of study. But we are to show, study to show ourselves approved. Study to show that the things that we are believing 
are correct. That's the most important thing you can be doing right now is whenever you go to church or you listen to a video or you watch somebody on TV, you should be going and picking up your Bible and double checking what they're saying, spending some time in study. The second important thing, and this is something people don't do very often, is you need to do some research about the church that you are in. Where did this church come from? Where did these teachings come from? Not all churches are the same. Just because it has a particular name on the sign doesn't mean you know exactly what that church believes when you walk in the door. Um, all teachings should be able to be backed up with scripture. Uh, I get very leery if I go somewhere uh, if I visit a church and I say, well, why do you <clears throat> do this or that? And they say, well, that's just how we've always done it. That's a problem for me. You should be able to back up with scripture anything you're practicing in your church. Um, you need to find out if these things you're teaching can be traced back to a particular man, a man other than Jesus or one of the apostles. Um, a lot of our modern religions today can be traced back to the Restoration Movement uh, roughly you know, 300 years ago or so. Um, and I mean almost all of them. You know, um, the Calvinist and Arminian uh, divisions of the Baptist Church, the Church of Christ, uh, the Seventh-day Adventists, lots of them came from the Restoration Movement. And guys, there's some serious doctrinal issues with that. Um, so everything that you believe everything that's being taught to you, um, you have an obligation as a Christian to get your Bible and see if whether or not what these people are telling you are true. And that goes for anything that I say as well. You know, if I say something and you don't think it's legit, I want to see a comment below this video with you calling me out on it, okay? I mean it. Hold me accountable and hold yourself accountable for the things that you are believing. Let's look at Romans chapter 16 and verse 17, and it says, Now I beseech you, brethren, mark them which cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you have learned, and avoid them. For they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly, and by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. I can think of a lot of TV uh, televangelists, uh, when I read this verse, good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. I am not very eloquent at speech. I know I'm not necessarily all that engaging to watch or to listen to, but I hope my doctrine is sound. And you should not be choosing a church or choosing a teacher, you know, podcast, Facebook, whoever you're listening to, whoever you're learning from, you shouldn't be choosing that person based on how good they are at talking. You should be choosing that person based on how sound their doctrine is. And the same goes for a church. You should choose a church that is doctrinally sound. And guys, I'm telling you, those churches are becoming harder and harder to find. We live in a world that is so saturated with so many kinds of religions and so many different perversions of the gospel. It's very difficult to choose a church that is doctrinally sound. 
But that is part of your job as a Christian to unite yourself with a body of like-minded believers. What does it say? Um, Mark them which cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you have learned and avoid them. If you're going to a church and people are saying things contrary to the doctrines you know to be true that you have studied for yourself and prayed about, then you need to get out of that church. And you need to get away from those people who are trying to suck you into doctrine that is not right. Because just like it says in that verse we read earlier in Ephesians, um, that we don't want to be children who are tossed to and fro on the winds of different doctrines. That's why it's important to unite yourself with doctrinally sound believers is so that you won't be carried away because it's so easy to get carried away. There are so many preachers who promise so many different things. There needs to be a place where you can go where you can build a solid foundation of faith for you and for your family because I hope if Jesus is your savior, you are now also taking your friends and family to church with you and to grow in the admonition of the Lord. So I hope this video uh, was edifying for you. And if you have any questions or comments, I'd love to hear from you. Send me a message, write me a comment, and I will see you back here soon. God bless you.